Hi there, I'm Sam Waldron, and this is 45 RPM music of the 40s and 50s. If you remember the year 1958, or if you're curious about popular music from that year, you're in the right place. Today's show I'm calling 1958 My Way because, well, I guess you could say it's a little bit quirky. We'll listen to a handful of the big hits from that year, mostly they were directed at record-buying teenagers, and then sample a few other things. We'll hear some top country hits from 1958, later on a selection of jazzy vocals that I think of more as music for grown-ups, and in the second half of our show there's a surprise lurking, a song performed by some people whose names you'll recognize, but these are people you never thought of as singers. Without further ado, let's get the digital turntable spinning with Danny and the Juniors, and a million-selling hit for them, At the Hop. and the juniors reminding us that 1958 was a year when rock and roll mostly ruled the airwaves of pop music radio stations. And 
Who was the undisputed king of rock and roll back then? You guessed it, Elvis Presley. Well, a hard-headed woman, a soft-hearted man, been the cause of trouble ever since the world began. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Elvis, it's a wonderful Elvis Presley, and how he sang those lyrics so fast without pausing to breathe, it's beyond me. Hard-headed woman was a number one billboard hit. Quite aside from the booming market for rock and roll, recorded music was in the middle of an important evolution in 1958. That was the transition from monophonic sound to stereo. Stereo recording is very sophisticated now, but back then it was still sort of an experiment. Some record companies released demonstration recordings with the sound of ping-pong balls going back and forth between the right and the left channels. Well, that sounded pretty impressive when you were in a record store, but as you can imagine, those recordings never got much airplay on radio stations. Some music recordings also went out of their way to exaggerate the stereo effect. You can hear that in this hit by Clyde McFadder, A Lover's Question. Does she love me with all her heart? Should I worry when we're apart? It's a lover's question I'd like to know. Does she need me as she pretends? Is this a game? Well, then will I win? It's a lover's question I'd like to know. I'd like to know when she's not with me, if she's still true to me. I'd like to know. 
Does she feel just what I feel? And how am I to know it's really real? Oh, tell me where the answer lies. Is it in her kiss or in her eyes? Well, it's a lover's question I'd like to know. I'd like to know when she's not with me If she's still true to me I'd like to know when we're kissing Does she feel just what I feel And how am I to know it's really real Oh, tell me where the answer lies her kiss or in her eyes it's a lover's question i'd like to know i'd like to know i'd like to know I The Four Preps and Big Man, one of two million selling records for that group in 1958. The other one was called 26 Miles. The Four Preps started out as classmates at Hollywood High School, 
Soon, they got several years of free primetime TV exposure on a program called The Adventures of Ozzie and Harriet, in which they backed up teenage heartthrob Ricky Nelson. Well, when I was a teenager listening to the hits of the day, I didn't make any clear distinction between mainstream pop music and country music. If the radio stations played it, and if it wasn't terribly twangy, I just thought it was music. What could be simpler than that? So I didn't think of Marty Robbins as a country star, just a good singer. In 1958, Robbins had two country hit records that I liked, Just Married and She Was Only Seventeen, He Was One Year More. not hide. I should have stayed at home. I knew what was in store, but something made me come to see her just once more. Just married this morning. How happy they are. Just married written on the window of the car. It broke my heart. But something made me come To see her just once more Just married this morning How happy they are Just married written on the window of the car It broke my heart to see them drive away I lost the one I love today Marty Robbins, and maybe you noticed the contribution of a group of backup singers. They're also in this next record, and we'll hear from them again later in the show. Seventeen, and he was one year more. Seventeen, and he the girl adored. She was only seventeen, and he was one year more. She loved him with all her heart And he the girl adored But all her friends believed They were too young to know the score Cause she was only 17 And he was one year more Are they old enough to know If love will last for life Isn't he too young to be a husband Or a wife well, in the past, I bet it's happened more than once before When someone else was 17, another one year more 
Do we have the right to question love that seems so strong? As long as God has no objections, there can be no wrong. Let us be the first to wish them all the very best. Let us hope their love is strong enough to meet the test. Cause like I say, I bet it's happened more than once before. When someone else was 17 and another one you more. Do we have the right to question love that seems so strong? As long as God has no objection, there can be no wrong. Let us be the first to wish them all the very best. Let us hope their love is strong enough to meet the test. Cause like I say, I bet it's happened more than once before. When someone else was 17, another one year more. Marty Robbins, and she was only 17, he was one year more. I'm Sam Waldron, you're listening to 45 RPM Music of the 40s and 50s. Our theme today is 1958 My Way, and I've picked out a selection of music I can pretty much guarantee you're not going to find anywhere else. Now, all this interesting music didn't happen in a vacuum. I know it may be hard to believe, but there were other things going on in 1958. Dwight Eisenhower was in his second term as an extremely popular president. The United States was frantically trying to catch up to the Soviet Union, in what became known as the Space Race, which started in 1957 when the Soviets launched a tiny satellite with flashing lights called Sputnik and made lots of Americans pretty nervous. Well, finally, in 1958, the United States launched the Explorer 1, a little metal ball that circled the Earth 58,000 times over the next 12 years. Meanwhile, the U.S. Air Force drew up plans to send a nuclear bomb to blow up the moon. Fortunately, that plan never made it off the ground. Well, back to some music. Another big country music star in 1958 was Don Gibson. He had two million-selling hit records, Oh Lonesome Me, followed very quickly by Blue Blue Day. Everybody's going out and having fun I'm just a fool for staying home and having none I can't get over how she set me free Oh, lonesome me A bad mistake I'm making by just hanging around I know that I should have some fun and paint the town a lovesick fool that's blind and just can't see Oh, lonesome me I bet she's not like me She's out fancy free Flirting with the boys with all her charms But I still love her so And brother, don't you know I'd welcome her right back here in my arms 
Well, there must be some way I can lose these lonesome blues Forget about the past and find somebody new I've thought of everything from A to Z return to some more examples of mainstream pop music from 1958, I want to tell you about a few more interesting non-music things that happened that year. Many consumers were shocked when the price of a first-class postage stamp rose to four cents after it had been three cents since 1933. And then there was this. The Ford Motor Company designed a concept car in 1958 that was called the Nucleon, it was supposed to get its power from a small nuclear reactor, but that never happened. Back in the realm of popular music, 
The Everly Brothers had a hit record with a song about a guy who was trying to muscle his way into somebody else's territory. It was called Bird Dog. Johnny is a joker. He's a bird, a very funny joker. He's a bird, but when he jokes my honey, he's a dog. His joking ain't so funny. What a dog. Johnny is a joker that's a trying to steal my baby. He's a bird dog. Johnny sings a love song like a bird. Sings the sweetest love song you ever heard. But when he sings to my gal, what a howl. To me, he's just a wolf dog on the prowl. Johnny wants to fly away and puppy love my baby. He's a bird dog. Hey, bird dog, get away from my quail. Hey, bird dog, you're on the wrong trail. Bird dog, you better leave my love and love Everly Brothers, Don and Phil, and Bird Dog. In 1958, Connie Francis recorded her first hit record, Who's Sorry Now? MGM quickly released a couple more singles by her, but they were flops, and Francis knew she had to do something big, and she had to do it quickly. Quite a few music publishing houses pitched songs to her, but she didn't find anything she liked until Neil Sadaka, started playing something he had written called Stupid Cupid. Connie Francis heard only a few bars of that song before she started jumping up and down with excitement, and here's the result. Stupid Cupid, you're a real mean guy. I'd like to clip your way so you can fly.
Connie Francis and Stupid Cupid, a top 20 hit in the United States and a number one bestseller in Great Britain. In this hour, we're exploring the music of 1958 in my very own way, so don't be totally surprised if you hear at least something that you weren't expecting. I'll leave it at that, while I promise the second half of our show will include a couple of doo-wop songs and some interesting recordings that I think of as music for grown-ups. I'm Sam Waldron, and our theme today on 45 RPM music of the 40s and 50s is 1958 My Way. For a long time, I've wanted the chance to present 1950s music exactly the way I want to do it, and that is certainly what's happening today. We've heard from Elvis Presley, Danny and the Juniors, Connie Francis, and perhaps other performers who appealed mostly to teenagers, but maybe not so much to their parents. Now, we're going to hear a 1958 recording by a singer, actor, and TV host who was very popular with teenagers, while he was very acceptable to their parents' generation, too. That description could apply to Perry Como, but instead, here is Pat Boone, and a recording called Sugar Moon. Oh, sugar moon, come out tonight, bring me your glory of angel recording Sugar Moon. Well, of course, I understand today we're centered on the year 1958, but I'm doing things my way, so let's go on a little detour. If we go back in time, about 13 years, we find that country music singer Bob Wills and songwriter Cindy Walker wrote an earlier song called Sugar Moon. 
Bob Wills and his Texas Playboys recorded it, simulating the sounds of a hillbilly hoedown. And if we go ahead 30 years, up to 1988, we find that K.D. Lang recorded that same earlier Sugar Moon, and it sounded like this. From 1988, K.D. Lang and Sugar Moon. Thanks for indulging me in this little musical detour. I promised we'd get to some 1958 music for grown-ups, and the time has come to do that. In 1975, according to one of his biographers, Frank Sinatra was asked out of the blue what his favorite was of all the albums that he had recorded. And without hesitation... Sinatra named a 1958 album called Only the Lonely. That album was a huge success. It reached number one on the Billboard album chart and stayed on that chart for ten full years. As we listen to the title track of this album, you'll hear a piano, and at the keyboard was a jazz pianist named Bill Miller, who accompanied Frank Sinatra for more than 50 years, and who spent the last eight years of his life working with Frank Sinatra, Jr. Mm-hmm. 
Frank Sinatra and Only the Lonely, which certainly counts as music for grown-ups instead of teenagers. Now, I want to introduce something truly unexpected. For many years, Ed Sullivan hosted an immensely popular Sunday evening TV program broadcast from New York City. 
I want to play a clip from his show from Sunday, April 13th, 1958. And if you were watching, you would have seen Ed Sullivan standing beside a piano as he introduced five men, all wearing suits and ties, standing behind that piano. The names of four of those men were familiar to almost everybody in New York, and I'll give you just this one additional hint. The broadcast was very early in that year's Major League Baseball season. So Ed Sullivan, take it from here. Ladies and gentlemen, here gathered around this piano are four of the Yankee greats. You'll see others of them on our show during the year, but for this opening, I have Whitey Ford and Yogi Berra. Here's Whitey Ford, of course. Great veteran pitching star of the Yankees, the one that Casey Stengel considered his, considers his bring home the bacon guy. The great Yogi Berra. Now, I'm going to skip the gentleman in the center because I'll introduce him later. The fabulous Mickey Mantle in the brown suit there. And another slugging star at the far end, Bill Scarrow. Now, the reason they're assembled around this gentleman in the center is his name is Jack Norworth. He's one of the great writers of ASCAP, the American Society of Composers, Authors, and Publishers. Two of the songs he wrote, one of them was Shine on Harvest Moon, which has become a world classic. The other one has become a classic in their profession, Take Me Out to the Ball Green. So I suggested to the fellows tonight, the Yankee stars, that uh, instead of asking them a lot of fairly silly questions about baseball, asking them what they think of the American League race, we know what they think, they know what they're planning to do for the rest of the league. I thought that with your help, you baseball fans, I don't know how well the four of them sing. <laughs> so I thought if the audience, if we had all sing, is that agreed upon? All of you sing? You wealthy people up there sing? We'll all sing, take me out to the ball game. Ray? I'm willing to bet you didn't start your day off wondering, were you going to hear a song sung by Yogi Berra, Mickey Mantle, and Whitey Ford? But you just never know what you're going to find when you listen to 45 RPM music of the 40s and 50s. I'm Sam Waldron. Today we're listening to music from 1958 and doing it my way. Before I play a couple more recordings for grown-ups, I think you should know that Maybe, thanks in part to that musical send-off from Ed Sullivan, the New York Yankees went on to win the World Series in 1958, beating the Milwaukee Braves. That was only the second time that any team had won a seven-game World Series after losing three of the first four games. In the meantime, Tony Bennett recorded an album full of love songs in 1958 called Long Ago and Far Away. I think the best track on that album is this one, 
every time we say goodbye. Every time we say goodbye, I die a little. Every time we say goodbye, I wonder why a little. Why the gods above me? Who must be in the know Thinks so little of me They allow you to go When you're near There's such an air of spring about it I can hear a lot somewhere Begin to sing about it There's no love song finer But how strange the change From major to minor Every time We say Tony Bennett, and a million-selling song from the 1940s. Earlier today, we heard a couple of songs by Marty Robbins, just married and she was only 17. Both those recordings included a group of backup singers who worked for Ray Conniff. Conniff eventually introduced those singers as performers in their own right, but in 1958 he was still experimenting with their sounds. And one of the most interesting things he tried was getting them to sort of simulate and enhance musical instruments. The effect was subtle, but it was definitely there if you were listening for it. For example, here's a track from Conniff's 1958 album, Sawful Nice. (laughs) 
the very thought of you with the orchestra and chorus of Ray Conniff. Now, let's get back to some top 40 music from 1958. I can remember very well slow dancing to this doo-wop hit record. In my heart goes by Love is not a gadget Love is not a toy When you find the one you love She'll fill your heart with joy If we could start anew In my heart Little Anthony and the Imperials and their doo-wop hit, Tears on My Pillow. Finally, here's another very successful doo-wop group, Dion and the Belmonts. There's a lot going on in this 1958 recording, and if you go online and look for a YouTube video, you'll see them all dressed up and on stage in front of an audience of teenage girls. The high-energy song is called, I Wonder Why.
and the Belmonts, and I wonder why. Well, our time is up for this unique musical look back at 1958. I'm Sam Waldron, and now from all of us at 45 RPM, here's wishing you a good day, a good week, and keep listening to good music. Tequila. Tequila.